This week on Practically Christian Podcast, we discuss the problems with prosperity. Thinking, I was trying to get to the beat drop. I was going to say, you got lost in the song is what I it did. seemed like. Well, and there's a picture that comes up on the SoundCloud. And we know how easily distracted you can be sometimes. Yeah, I, was just, I was just staring at it. Mm-hmm. But, have no fear. It will play again. So, hello and welcome to another episode of Practically Christian Podcast. It's an exciting episode. It is an exciting episode. Um, before we jump into the episode, (laughs) how's your blood sugar, honey? It's fine. Okay. Before we jump in, I do want to say um, a huge thank you to uh, Theology Mix, and for those of you who have been listening for a while, um, you know we have a a partnership with them. Um, It is amazing. Yes. Um, but they have really opened up. The worldwide web, yeah. Oh no, not the web. Um, but but really, just distributing worldwide um, on this podcast, right? Like you've heard us talk about it before. We have plays on. I'm sorry, I was. I don't again. Man. Did you lose your train of thought again? It's rough. Overseas, we have a, um, several listeners overseas. on every continent except for Antarctica. Yeah, them penguins. Come on now, we'll get them. We will get them. They will be PCP users. Oh, boy. Listeners? Not users. Yeah, listeners. not users. Listeners is better. And for those of you who don't know, PCP is... Practically Christian Podcast. We are not talking about the drug. Oh, no. Um, but, no, I really, I do want to thank them. And, you know, they have helped us tremendously. Um, and they they also have blogs and authors and other, other podcasts. podcasts. And, right. Um, so, if you get time... Check them out. Like, there's a lot of good stuff going on there. But on today's episode, we are going to be discussing... Uh-oh, mm. my iPad's turning off. We are going to be discussing the prosperity gospel. And and really, this came up... Um, and before, before anyone, like, tries to guess, I'm not, like... This isn't going to be bashing, like, certain individuals... If you think the the pastor you were listening to um, is part of this prosperity gospel, mm-hmm. by all means, you can email at josh at sent.church and we can have a talk about that. Um, but truth be told, I really don't listen to enough, I guess you would say. Like mm-hmm. most of these people, I have no idea who they even are. Right. And a great resource um, if is you your wa- wife. I'm sorry. <laughs> you are a great resource. I did. Man, did up. that get really loud really quick? <clears throat> and not to me, it didn't, but go ahead. Um, no, I was going to say a great resource would be um, American mm-hmm. Gospel. The American Gospel. The, the movie. The, right. Um, and, and there's a lot of good stuff in there. 
um, that would be a good one to go check out. Lots of information, things you may not be aware of or know of. or. But really what... Whoa, that did get loud. Oh, my goodness. That's what I mean. Like, I, I don't know. Sorry, guys. If it's too loud, we apologize. My um, voice has been cracking for weeks, and I don't know. There's something going on with the sound. And, <clears throat> and really what brought it up mm-hmm. was, wasn't even so much the prosperity gospel, because... Like, I was very unfamiliar with that until I got much, much, much older. Right. Um, As much as it was, we're going through the New Testament Mm -hmm. in my Bible class. Oh, okay. And, and like, it just, like, I've known it for a while, but if you really pay attention, especially to the New Testament books, Mm -hmm. it seems like all of them deal with, like, false teachers. Mm -hmm. Um, So I really wanted to dive into false doctrines because it's not a new thing i mean it's not something that's oh my gosh they're just up and coming right no they've been around since the beginning yes and and i really wanted to dive into that because like so much of the new testament that's what it's dealing with okay you know titus timothy uh first peter um even jesus talks about it you know and i and i go there is something to this right you know many people will want their ears tickled in the Mm -hmm. latter days right um, so, so I just figured if we're going to look at false teaching, mm-hmm. this was just the first one to fall into. Right. Um, because it is probably the most popular mm-hmm. of the false teachings, especially nowadays. Right. Because it really plays into the American dream to begin with. And selfism. Yeah. Which is up and coming. Yeah. And that, and that's what I mean. It just, it plays, it lends itself well. Right. I should say. I like that. Especially, like, pardon me, do you have any gray poupon? Like, that's how it sounded. Wow. Um, so, I think the best way to look at this is first to discuss... Discussed. <laughs> first to discuss... Mm-hmm. What is the prosperity gospel? What is the prosperity gospel? That is... Um, sometimes you'll hear it as name it and claim it. Um, declare it and it's yours. Um, just speak it into existence. It's all about you. Declare it and it's fair. I, I don't know. Okay. No. I, I've never heard of that no. one either. I was just trying to think of words that rhyme. Nope. Like declare. Nope. Just stop I while you're at it. I do declare. It's <laughs> kind of what it's like. Um, it, <laughs> stop. It is all about, um, it really turns you into your own God. And it's all about you when you um, prospering and doing well and now when you financial say financial blessings when and, you say you mm-hmm. you are using it as in y-o-u not e-w-e right <laughs> okay i i don't know what you're doing right now it's the end of the school year but um yes y-o-u <laughs> um it, it's um how to make my, like the best version of yourself um money um, big houses, cars, um, nothing can come against me. It's all about me. Um, generational blessings, blah, 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 blah. And, and really, I think the, the most dangerous part of this mm-hmm. is if you do, then God will do for right, you. Right. Um, and it really teaches at its core that you can place God in your debt. He owes you. And in Psalm 50 is very clear that God is refusing to accept man's sacrifice. And the reason is he's, he, he's like, you're not giving me anything that's not already mine. Right. So like if I went up to you on the street 
and I gave you my wallet, and then you gave it back to me. And then you said... Here, oh, like, I did this amazing right. thing for you. Right. I would be like, no, I asked you to hold my wallet, you held it, and then right. you gave it back to me. So, like, when you think about prosperity gospel and false teachers, so oftentimes you'll hear, you know, if you want God to release these blessings to you, you must first release your thousand dollar donation to my ministry. That is why God has never blessed me because I have never had a thousand dollars to release. Like, <laughs> that is if a I'm real true honest. story. Um, yes. Yeah, so I know growing up, I saw that a lot. Um, you know, God's just waiting for you to X, Y, or Z. And then he can, I've actually heard God cannot unless you, Fill in the blank, which I am just glad to know that I have that much power. Yeah, the creator of the, everything, including me, right, needs my permission right. to Spoke do stuff. Spoke you into existence, yeah. breathe. I mean, the very breath you're breathing is his. But hey, he needs you to do something. Right. It's a disgusting. Um, it makes me very, very yucky on the inside. Well, you know how I feel about it. I do, and and I don't want... I know, I don't want to go off on a tangent. and I don't want your personal feelings coming out in it. I mean, really, in all honesty, anytime I hear anyone talk about stuff like this, I immediately go back to, like, Job 38. Mm -hmm. So, for the first 38 chapters, or 37 chapters of Mm -hmm. Job, we have this setup um, of Satan, you know, going in and going, hey, God, like, pretty much... You know, I'm paraphrasing this. Please go read it for yourself. Right. But pretty much going, hey, I'm bored. You know, I, I've already, you know, tempted everyone and everyone's already fallen. And, and God goes, what about my servant Job? And and gives Satan the the ability to go torture Job. Right. And so the next, like, 35, 36 chapters, mm-hmm. um, that's what you see. Like, Job loses everything. He loses his house, his kids, um, you know, his, his livestock. His health. Health, everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he has three friends that come over. And like friends do, <laughs> they try to help him. And, right. And, you know, they're like, oh, man, you got this unrepentant sin. And, you you know, you, you have something. something. Yes. Right. And, and Job's like, no, dude, I didn't. And as a reader, we have the benefit of going, no, he didn't. Um, but it does take them quite a while to get to it. get to that point. Mm-hmm. And then in chapter 38, God shows up, mm-hmm. you know, who has been silent this whole time. There, but silent. And and I love the response that God gives Job. Because Job is, at yes. this point is pretty much going, hey, I'm done. why did you let this happen? Like, what did I do to right, you? Right, And And God's like, where were you when mm-hmm. I laid the foundations of the world? Where mm-hmm. were you when I told the sea to stop? Right. If you know, tell me. Right. And and what God is doing and what God ultimately is showing is he is sovereign. We have this twisted understanding of going, we are sovereign. Right. No. And most people will tell you God is sovereign, but what they don't understand is by making that comment, if God is sovereign, we cannot be. Right. Both of us can't be. No. It's either him or us. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, if you were saying that it is you, then God cannot be. Right. And, and and if he's not sovereign, then why on earth would you have any relationship with him? I agree. You know, if I can bend what he's going to do or, 
you know, if I pray hard enough and, and just to get him to, you know, stir within his heart to get him to do something, if I can pretty much manipulate him with my actions, words, or deeds, how much of a sovereign God is he? How, how strong is he really? I agree a hundred percent. And again, you know, the other thing we would have to look at is God owes us nothing. Right. We were the ones that rebel. Mm -hmm. We were the ones or are the ones that break the commandments. Continually. You know, God owes us nothing. Right. You know, and to think that we could put the creator of the universe in In our our debt. Right. That's arrogant. don't see it. But really, in all honesty, I mean, if you listen to the prosperity gospel, it does have a biblical sound to it. It does. I mean, Jesus in, in Matthew 7 gives us this warning that on 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 that day many will say to me lord lord didn't i prophesy in your name didn't Didn't i I do good works in your name didn't i cast out demons in your name and he will say depart from me for i never knew you Mm. and it's like we have to understand he's not talking to atheists in this no he's he's talking talking to us he's talking to people who would claim to be christians churchgoers because if you're casting out demons and you're prophesying you're probably spend a time, you know, an hour or two in church. Yes, there are a lot out there that that sound like Jesus. Right. That try to do like Jesus, but but are very, very, very far from Jesus. Anything that is Jesus and, or Jesus will if, that's not Jesus. So how does the prosperity gospel sound biblical? Well, in Matthew 18, Jesus gives us this line. Anything you ask of me in my name, Mm. I will do. Mm-mm-mm. In Matthew 17, he says that if we had faith the size of a mustard seed, we mm-hmm. would tell this mountain to get up and it would throw itself into the sea. In John 14, he tells us that we will do greater things than he did. Mm-hmm. And this sounds really, really good. And if you twist it just right enough, you can make it sound like... That we could be a superhero. Yes. Like, I could defeat Thanos. That's a very good analogy. Mm-hmm. You know, I could be Iron Man. I mm-hmm. am Iron Man. Hulk. I like Hulk. I did until Endgame. Whatever. Let's not spoil it for anyone. Keep going. I know. The way, but seriously. Don't do it. Seriously. Don't do it. Spoiler warning. No. Way, oh my gosh. Don't you dare spoil. The way Batman showed up at the <laughs> end <laughs> blew me away. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean, it does. It sounds like, like, the prosperity gospel says enough Jesus to get people to think right. it is Jesus. And unfortunately, there there's not enough time spent for the average Christ claimer in Scripture, in their own Bible, to to be able to say, oh, no, 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 this this is kind of Jesus, but not really. We don't know our own Bible well enough to know when we're being fed a load of crap. That is true. Okay. <laughs> that is that is true. What was that phase for? Because what I was going to say, and it like it came into my brain, then went out of my brain mm. because my ADD kicked yes, in. That's true. Um, is it does sound like Jesus, mm-hmm. and it sounds an awful lot like Jesus wants me to be godlike. Yes. And make me sovereign and make me a little G God. Mm-hmm. And. This really, if you stop and think about it, Mm. goes all the way back to the garden. Yes. You know, why ultimately does Eve and Adam want to eat from the tree? They want to be like 
God. Like God. Mm-hmm. This is the same lie that has been peddling humanity right. since sin entered into creation. Since the beginning of time. Yep. In fact, if you even go before the garden, why did Satan get cast out of heaven? Isaiah 14. Prime. You wanted to sit on the throne of God. You mm-hmm. wanted to be God. And ultimately, that's what a lot of, you know, all of our sin is based in. Right. I want to define what is right and wrong. Mm-hmm. I can't let the Bible do that. You can't die to yourself. If you're dying to yourself, then you're submitting to God. And if you're submitting to God, then your own heart's desires, which the Bible tells us in Jeremiah that the heart's wicked and deceitful. Preach, preach up! Um, slop. That's a whole other story. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You don't know. Sorry. Um, I forgot what I was saying. To die to ourselves. To die to ourselves is completely um, the opposite of the prosperity gospel. It is. But the prosperity gospel is saying, one, Mm -hmm. you can be like God. Mm -hmm. And two, no, you're not going to die. Right. Like God wants to bless you. That's all. Jesus came and got murdered and, and blood poured out of him simply for you to get that new coach bag or the new Hermes perfume or... I don't know, the six-bedroom, four-bath house that has three garages. I'm not saying God won't give you that. Not saying that God can't do it. Not saying, saying that he God won't, won't do, it. do it. That might very well be the case. But. Beautiful eulogy. Yes. But that does not mean that if you don't get it, one, you're not being punished. Two, if you do get it, it's because you're in, begin, quote, end quote, God's favor. Right. Which kind of goes against... You know, Isaiah, when when God tells the Israelites, stop sending me your incense. They're, they stink. It, yes. It is like filthy rags. Mm-hmm. And we don't understand that our greatest things, the greatest things we will ever do mm-hmm. are filthy rags. Filthy rags, yep. Apart from the righteousness of Christ. Mm-hmm. And again, like like I said, I'm not as versed with the, the prosperity gospel because, right. you know, I don't venture out like that. I don't look at, I don't look around for what is wrong as much as I try to study what is right. Right. Um, but what it tends to do is it tends to go, instead of being made in the image of God. You are made a God. Right. Right. You know, in that. You have this power over the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and and I go, wow, like that's arrogant. I can manipulate the Spirit, mm-hmm. you know. And and when I do talk to people, like the first verse they bring up is, oh, well, you can grieve the Spirit, of course. Like God can look at me and go, dude, what are you doing? Right. Like he, you look like a fool. He did flood the earth. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Mm-hmm. You know, Sodom and Gomorrah. How did it work out for them? Right. Are you asking how it worked out for them? Because they're <laughs> no, they, they disappear. I, I oh, remember. Okay. I just in case you. But didn't we know. miss the whole point of the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. The, the, the entire Bible is about Jesus. Oh, sorry. Even if we're talking about Abraham, Hebrews will be very quick to tell us that Jesus is the better Abraham. If we're talking about David, Hebrews would tell us that Jesus is the better David. Right. He is the better high priest. He is the better prophet. He is the better king. He is the entire point of, of the Bible. Right. And again, if if we look at Matthew 18, 
anything you ask in my name. Which means? Which would mean anything you ask that would follow my will. So if, if I truly see Jesus for who Jesus is, right. then my prayer would be, my prayer would be, <laughs> not my will, but your will be done. Right. <laughs> the, you, I do. Debbie is trying to take pictures of me, and that's why this is coming out all chopped up and... Yeah, no, don't no. do stuff like that. Sorry. But anyway, I would my prayer would be not my will but your will be done. And our will and God's will if, if, <laughs> are very often not on the same page. They're not even the same book sometimes. No, like I mean, I can speak for me at least. Well, and and I'll speak for me. Like if I had a brand new boat in an F150, hint hint to anyone listening. <laughs> um <laughs> That is probably not going to bring God as much glory as I will be able to relax. Right. You know, and if my ultimate goal in life is to be conformed to the image of Christ, Mm -hmm. to look more like Jesus and less like me. Right. Then I need to understand that, that the Bible isn't about me. Right. It wasn't written for me. It wasn't It's not written... a roadmap. It's not no. 19 steps to a better version of me. Right. It's Jesus. And it's telling me what Jesus looks like so that I know what, what I, I need, I need to, look to look like. like. Right. It's a mirror for me. Mm-hmm. So, the bottom line. The whole point of this. Is it wrong for a Christian to prosper? No. I mean, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper and not harm but i think we need to have a clear definition of what prosper means and prosper for different people is going to mean different things depending on what god has hold on, ordained hold on. for your life and and for everybody out there that has that on a coffee cup i mean i know we got it for a gift you know in it's a frame a and, it, and it is up in our house but um context under, in context yeah, and that's what i was gonna say understand that as jeremiah is writing this mm-hmm. he is telling the israelites hey you're about to go into slavery for the next 70 years in Babylon. Right. He wasn't going to go through a touchdown. It's kind of not the definition of prosper we right. have. No. And that's the thing. We have to have a clear understanding of what scripture says prospering means. We have to have, understand that um, my definition of prosper may not look like God's. And um, his idea of me prospering may not even may not even be comfortable. So is it is it God's will that all who call themselves disciples of Jesus be poor? No. Like just be destitute and I don't think so. But I have no idea what he's planned for other people and I can't assume I'd love for the plan for our life would include like you said a boat and truck. I mean Okay. <laughs> Give me a boat and a truck. Shut up. Um you know, but if that's not what God wills for our life, that doesn't mean I'm not going to strive and work and try to attain things that I want. But I know ultimately, wherever God's steering me, that's where I need to go. But I don't think, I, I think there's two, I mean, there's several camps. There's, um, if you're a Christian, you should be poor and destitute and the pastor should be living um, in a shack and Here, eating here's what beans I, every day. No. No. Um, 
I have bad enough intestinal issues. Oh, thank you. Please, no. <laughs> anyway, um, here's what I would land on something like that. Is it wrong for a Christian, for a disciple, you know, because I really, I prefer the term disciple over Christian. Okay. Is it wrong for a disciple to have nice things, to no. to work hard, to make good money? No. Not, not at, at all. all. It's more about where is your... Your heart. Where's your heart, right? What's your motivation behind it? Are you going to be happy without all that stuff? Right. Um, You know, we see in Acts 2 that they all came together and that there was not a need among them. Right. Well, in order to fulfill needs, it takes resources. Right. And God's plan may be to give you a lot of resources because you are about to fill a lot of need. Right. For his glory, not right, yours. Right. And so when we look at things like this, is it God's desire that we all suffer? Is it God's desire that we're all poor and destitute and, you know, we we have ash cloth on and, I believe you know, we God's, always look sad? I believe God's desire is whatever is going to bring him the most glory according to his will. I, I agree 100%. That might be suffering. But I also sit here and go, God's desire is that we die to ourselves. Right. That my life can go on. A lot like you were just saying, Mm -hmm. if I don't have the boat. If I don't have the truck. Right. um, That instead of working a job that may require me to do 75, 80, 90 hours a week, maybe I could do without you know, a 18 bedroom house right? so that I could do more for the kingdom. And again, in the end, God's desire is whether I eat or drink, I do everything to glorify him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And could I do that as a millionaire? Absolutely. Yeah. Can I do that at the stage of life we are in right now? As a hundred air? <laughs> Man, you give us some credit weeks. as a 10 air. <laughs> um, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that I think is where we get it twisted. When we start chasing creation rather than the creator, right? I'm lifting that from Romans one, Mm. like God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not to be done. Why? Why? Because they would rather worship creation over the creator. Right. You know, shiny jewelry, shiny jewelry ain't going to get me into heaven. No. And I hate to break this to you, but like when you die, regardless of what you think, it doesn't go with you either. Nope. Like that's why we have grave robbers. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's as big of a profession now as it used to be. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. You're right. But that's because that stuff was still there. You, you know what I mean? Right. You King know, so, cut, all that so stuff. is it God's desire that we prosper? I what mean, do you think? No, I don't, I don't necessarily think that it's God's desire that among men, I am a king. Right. Um, now that being said, does God establish kingdoms? Sure. Absolutely. You know, so, so I think God's desire, like, like we have said so many times is his glory Mm -hmm. and whatever is going to bring him the most amount of glory. Right. You know, and I go, 
if we didn't both work, we wouldn't have this house. If we didn't have this house, we wouldn't have this electricity, this Wi-Fi. We wouldn't have the computer. We wouldn't have the podcasting equipment. This would not be happening. Right. That being said, if my ultimate goal is I'm going to do for you so you can do for me, then I'm not chasing God. I'm chasing his things. Right. I'm pimping. I'm I'm a prostitute. Pimping out the gospel. Prostitution. You know, I'm sitting here going, hey, I will do whatever you want me to do as long as you give me X, Y, or Z. Right. That's, you know, pretty much the definition of prostitution. Mm Mm-hmm. I will do for you. You do for me. Right. And I go, at that point, I'm chasing idols. I'm not chasing God. You're not chasing Jesus. Right. You know, so... Any, I would be weary, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm not, my, my goal here isn't to call out people because no, you're not, I don't know people to call out. Like, right. like I know there's a lot of people out there that teach a different gospel. Different um, Jesus. Yeah. And, and I know you said it earlier, but if it is Jesus and anything else, it is not the gospel of Jesus. The gospel of Jesus is Jesus alone, mm-hmm. you know, by grace alone, for faith alone or through faith alone. I'm sorry. Um, that being said, anytime I make the gospel about me, I am bringing in a prosperity gospel. Right. And that is a very dangerous place to mm-hmm. be. So this week, I challenge you to look at Jesus and see him for who he is. Read Matthew 6.33 over and over and over. Seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness and everything else will be added to you. Amen. We may have things in our life that we think are really, really, really important, but understand at the end of the day, the most important question we could ever be asked is found in Matthew 16 when Jesus goes, who do you say say that I am? So that needs to be the question we can answer. Other than that, if you have questions, hit us up on Facebook, hit us up at Practically Christian Podcast on Facebook, Practically underscore Christian underscore podcast on Instagram, (laughs) um, or email at josh at sent.church. Um, if you are desiring anything else other than Jesus, you have a hired idol. Yes. And I suggest you really, really focus on that. But until next week, we love you and we We can't wait to talk again. Thank you.